Doubtless you've seen the mainstream media headlines. Zero stars. Like, whew, sounds pretty dire, doesn't it? But this is really just another ANCAP botch. The Mitsubishi Express is fine for a van. Like, in the context of contemporary vans you can buy, it's neither excellent nor terrible. I'd call it about average on safety. And here's why. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just... It's up there now, dude. Details of my recent catatonic break in just a second. That'll be interesting. Like, dude, if you had told me I would experience this ever, I would have eviscerated you, metaphorically. And yet, here we are. I literally had an out-of-body experience researching this story. Reality and I experienced a trial separation of sorts. Anywho, you probably saw the news, right? Auntie there, increasingly shit at actual journalism. Like, who has time, okay? They're all in a race with, you know... Costello's cockheads, and of course, <sighs> octogenarian Rupert Ninja Turtle, hero in a half shell turtle power. <laughs> Nobody's ever seen Rupert Murdoch and Donatello in the same room together, but hey, Jerry Hall knows them both. Just saying. It sounds pretty horrific, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> yes, Rupert is there to scare the kiddies, certainly, but I'm actually talking about. Zero stars. The default presumption out there must be death trap, you know, especially when there's a five-star Ford Transit Custom or a four-star Hyundai iLoad available, right? I put it to you, however, that nothing could be further from the truth on all of this. Like In this report, I'm going to show you how ANCAP's bullshit rating system effectively misrepresents the safety of vehicles available to you today. And this result with the Mitsubishi Express is the perfect example. You've got to remember that ANCAP is partly taxpayer-funded, so in my view, they're pissing your money and mine up against the wall. The organisation has a moral responsibility here to you and me, and to me, they're doing a very poor job with our money. The volleyball referee who runs ANCAP said, Mitsubishi recently introduced the Express into our market, but its specifications do not align with today's safety expectations. Volleyball referee and recent CEO of ANCAP, Carla Horweg there. To be fair, she recently inherited this shit sandwich, but hey, she did sign up for it, so sympathy factor, zero. I don't know whose safety expectations she's really talking about, but I call bullshit on that statement generally. Like, who exactly attaches to today's safety expectations? If it's all the same to you, big H, I'd prefer you not to speak for me on this. I'm funny like that. The Mitsubishi Express is a rebadged Renault traffic, pretty clearly, owing to the Franco-Nipponese three-way alliance from hell. 
This vehicle was first introduced in 2015 into our market, suggesting that it is quote-unquote, recently introduced, is at worst absurd and out of touch, and at best just a piece of disingenuous barrow-pushing spin, as I see it. Bullshit by Professor Harry G. Frankfurt's definition. The Bullshit Bible, right here. I'd suggest an excellent read, 67 pages, but hey, they're very small pages. And I will put a link in the description. Everybody in the universe should read this book, mainly due to the fact that, you know, bullshit is such a salient feature of our culture, and yet hardly anyone can explain accurately what bullshit really is. Like with a gun at your head, can you do it? Have a crack at it now, dude. If you fail, buy this book. Pro tip... Bullshit and lies are substantially different things. For me, it's easier to respect a liar than a bullshitter. At least, in my view, that's how the world works. Anyway, unfortunately, although she might have, Ms. Horweg chose not to shut up at the end of that last quoted sentence. Unfortunately, we saw below-par performance for protection of occupants and vulnerable road users from the Express, with results lowered even further due to a fundamental lack of active safety systems. Much of that statement is substantially untrue, or at least misrepresentative, I'd suggest. Like, par just means equivalent to. So let us put that to the test, right? Apples for apples, vans for vans. Is Express actually below par? Most vans have not been tested to current vulnerable road user protection and cap protocols, so how would we know? When I see these shitbox vans driving around the suburbs and they have metastasized across the road network since COVID, owing to the boom in home delivery, they've got one dude in them driving, okay? And a shit ton of boxes inside or maybe a tradie and all the tools and whatever. So I would make the case that this is the typical mode of operation for a vehicle such as this. Urban speeds one dude, and he's the dude who needs protecting, like the driver. In a life-threatening crash, which is likely to be a clipping head-on, not unlike ANCAP's 64k an hour standardised offset frontal crash test, he needs protecting, okay? That's pretty clear. I think most people would agree with us all on that. The Hyundai iLoad has a four-star rating, okay? According to the technical report on ANCAP's website. That's for the current model introduced in June of 2017. But it crashed worse than the Express for the driver in that test. I will even show you here, okay? Green is all good, okay? It's a good rating. Yellow means acceptable and orange means marginal. These icons are a cut and paste from ANCAP's and Euro ANCAP's technical reports. It's exactly the same tightly controlled laboratory test in both cases. 40% offset frontal crash test at 64 k's an hour into a controlled deformable barrier. It's quite a severe test. The Renault Traffic, which is express with different badges, is just there, right? The iLoad is there just next to it. More orange equals worse, okay? It really is that simple. Let us do another popular van, shall we? The Ford Transit Custom, the current model. 
five stars on ANCAP's website. ANCAP's results are a cut and paste of Euro ANCAP's tests, which found that the crash outcome for the driver of the Ford Transit Custom was once again worse than for the traffic slash express. The express poor result sends a clear signal to manufacturers and their global parent companies that safety must be prioritised in all segments offered to the Australasian market. Use the S after the apostrophe, even when the word ends in S. Like, how friggin' hard is it? I'll send you a copy of Strunk and White, shall I? Or, alternatively, you may just refer to this excellent reference guide, fucking apostrophes. I don't think that's a verb, but I think it's just, you know, broadly representative of how we all feel about them until we make friends, at least with the simple cases. You can get this right, it's not that hard. Pro tip, TVs, DVDs, CDs, etc. There's no friggin' apostrophe, okay? And in 1990s, it's before the 9-0, not between the zero and the friggin' S. Not that hard. Anywho. The clear message being sent to global parent companies, I'd suggest, is that an insignificant private company with delusions of adequacy, perhaps in an irrelevant market right next to Dingo Piss Creek, is screeching up at the night sky. <laughs> Renault sells about 185,000 vans in Europe annually. Mitsubishi is on track to sell about 800 express vans here in Australia to a factory. Dude, this is like, take what you're given. Get back to us when your balls drop. That's how they view markets like Australia, unless you are selling an extraordinary number of a particular model, and we are not. Not with Express, not with traffic, not here in Shitsville. Adding to this, Express did not crash badly. Like, it just didn't. In the standard offset frontal crash test, it protects the driver better than a four-star iLoad or a five-star Ford Transit Custom. You just have to deal with this. They're called facts. You don't have to like them. Express earns sufficient points for two stars based on crashworthiness on its so-called adult occupant protection rating from ANCAP, but it got zero because it lacks AEB and other so-called safety assistance features, which frankly have yet to deliver actual real-world results in terms of reducing road death. So there's that. You ANCAP dudes have just dropped the ball again, I'd suggest, which is an oddly apt metaphor in the circumstances. body just so impossibly captivating at 120 frames a second. Yes. Viscoelasticity, thank you so much from the 
bottom of my heart, Daniel Bernoulli. <laughs> Thank you to Green. People say there's no audience for women's sport, you know, au contraire. Volleyball and crash testing much more closely aligned than you might think. And here's the thing, right? Hyundai did the iLoads hair and makeup last in 2017. It's actually a pretty old platform now, and that basically explains the specification, right? The underlying vehicle was introduced in 2008. ANCAP decided to apply 2011 test scores to the 2017 and onwards models, right? So today's iLoad wears a 10-year-old four-star test score derived using 10-year-old crashworthiness standards despite being introduced in 2017 in its current form. So those tests are 10 years out of date, but the rating is quote-unquote current. At least it's proffered as if current, okay, to the punter. In other words, it pops up in the search results on ANCAP's website when you select current models only. And I wonder how many people actually realize that current models is not the same thing as current ratings in ANCAP's bullshit website universe, okay? Not everyone is a maestro with the language, are they? You know, research skills, we'll get to that. Ford did the Transit Customs hair and makeup in September of 2019, so it seems like a really quite current vehicle, but the underlying vehicle on which it is based was introduced in 2014. Here in Shitsville, ANCAP decided to cut and paste Euro ANCAP's 2012 tests onto the late 2019 Transit Custom. So today's Transit Custom, which you can buy off the showroom floor at Ford this afternoon if you want, it gets a five-star rating that is nine years older than the vehicle that you will buy the Sava, okay? But Express, which is six years old, at least as a Renault traffic, got tested to all of the current and far more severe crash testing protocols and safety assessment protocols from ANCAP, despite being introduced as a Renault traffic way back in 2015. Like, any way you look at this, it's like 50 lashes with a spike bullwhip for the Express and a week luxuriating on Poontang Island for the other two. The former Soviet bureaucracy could not have done a worse job organising this, I'd suggest. Old, soft tests on current vans for Hyundai and Ford, as just two examples, and new, harsher tests for the current Express slash traffic. Did you dudes at ANCAP have a meeting about this, or did it just happen organically while you're all down at the beach pumping up your balls? Viscoelasticity. If you've ever slipped your hand casually onto the buttock of a crash test dummy and wondered why they have such buns of steel, it's actually because they replicate the viscoelasticity of a human being decelerating in a crash at like 50 Gs. Not fun, okay? And then you die. 
Two main problems with all of this, obviously. Pretty obviously, ANCAP's dog's breakfast of a rating system makes it very difficult for ordinary punters, like a delivery contractor or a fleet manager, to make a truly informed choice about which vehicles are actually more or less safe. And I'd suggest that this choice really matters. All I'm saying is, you might not have high-level research and or language skills if you are delivering boxes in the burbs as your vocation, okay? And that's why someone has to make safety simple because it is inherently so complex. I have a degree in engineering, as anyone who views this channel regularly would know, and it's been a long-winded, detailed pain in the friggin' ass for me to read all of the fine print in ANCAP's technical reports and at Euro ANCAP and dissect the fundamental inequity of ANCAP's frankly bullshit position on this. When I wrote the script for this report, okay, on Wednesday, I had 17 Google Chrome tabs open on the desktop contemporaneously, and I needed all of those to get this job done. And I'd suggest that doing this would be simply beyond the research capacity of some, but not all, people. And to me, everyone's safety is equally important. We know Mitsubishi can deliver vehicles with high levels of overall safety and a wide range of modern safety technologies, and we encourage them to accelerate the introduction of these features into their van Product. That's the referee there again, to whom I would retort, how the fuck do we actually know about Mitsubishi's ability to deliver vehicles with truly high levels of overall safety? Express aside, right, ANCAP hasn't actually tested a current model Mitsubishi since 2017. That was four years ago. And they only tested one Mitsubishi in that year, the Eclipse Cross. And you've got to go back five years to the next two current Mitsubishis that ANCAP actually tested. And none of those test protocols is current. So where's the evidence underpinning this claim, okay? Hyundai gets four stars from ANCAP for the current I-load, yet the vehicle lacks autonomous emergency braking, lane keep assist, adaptive cruise, and blind spot monitoring. iLoad does not have even a fatigue reminder or auto headlamps or daytime running lamps, according to ANCAP. It doesn't even have a manual speed limiter, emergency brake assist, or three-point seat belts in all of its seating positions. For <laughs> sake. Four stars, that's the current model, and it is specified like that because it is quite old now. A new one is in the wings, and I'm tipping it will be a lot better, a current high-ace competitor, perhaps. But if they tested that vehicle today, that iLoad today, zero stars, because, you know, details. Mitsubishi Express actually has emergency brake assist, a manual speed limiter, and three-point seatbelts all round, all of which the iLoad lacks. But the Express gets zero stars. And it's a current model too, and it's six years old. Go figure. On the 1st of May of 2018, Australia's second most useless deputy prime minister, Michael McCormack, dude, Bring back the beetrooter, I say. Yes. Far more entertaining. Anyway, 
Mr. McCormack's somewhat empty suit stood in front of a podium on that day and offered to cure the national insomnia epidemic by putting 6.6 million Schittsvillian micropesos in an envelope, metaphorically, and handing it to ANCAP for the next five years to continue ANCAP's fine work. And that means I, um... Oh, excuse me. Um... Sorry about that. It means I, um... means I, I... <sighs> I found myself... <sighs> I found myself agreeing with Tony Webber this week. Dude, this is worse than admitting defeat. For me, you know, the idea of him and me coexisting on the same page is like waking up one day. It's like waking up one day with breasts, fully formed, teardrop-shaped, wide-set, double Ds, only in a bad way. Like you go to bed with a particular set of expectations vis-a-vis waking up on the morrow, and now this... I didn't see that one coming. You might opine quietly in the morning. T.W., the Webster, he doesn't seem that thrilled about it either, now that I think about it. Mr. Weber is, of course, the endlessly entertaining mouthpiece of the FCAI, the car industry's Toyota-appeasing lobby group, which issued an oddly critical release. Why is ANCAP spending potentially up to $500,000, which includes taxpayer dollars, to undertake a test on a six-year-old vehicle that has already been assessed by its sister organisation, Euro NCAP, in 2015? It makes no sense, can send a confused message to Australian car buyers and is not the best use of taxpayer funds. Totally agreed, son. Yeah. My cock and I were speechless when we saw that release on Tuesday. And I have to say that very rarely happens to him. Like, he's always forging ahead, plunging himself into the next script, pumping out the content. He's an inspiration to watch every time. The red-topped piston of Shitsville. And yet... He always makes time for the chicks. Go figure. It's all about organisation and balance. You know how Neo felt when he plunged his fingers into the mirror after taking the red pill? For, uh, for us, this moment was that. This release was that. Agreeing with TW. This is how functionally insane ANCAP's position is. It's nudged the piston and me 
onto the same page as Hive's man. A nice rim, dude. The Australian vehicle buyer will understandably be confused at the two different ratings for essentially the same vehicle. It serves no purpose for the customer, and it serves no purpose to the industry. A women, brother. I love your work. We'll catch up soon. Perhaps we'll do lunch. And my gift to you will be, I won't come. But hey, knock yourself out. You can have my dessert, dude. That was a Tuesday FCAI press release issued by their Director of Innovation and Strategic Engagement, which is, you know, the same job as I do here, basically, only with pants on. He's a dude named Peter Griffin. I bet he can fucking fight. Hashtag family guy. Yes. In what could be an industry first, Fluro Man is dead right, in my view. ANCAP could simply have cut and pasted Euro ANCAP's rating for 2015 traffic into the slot marked Mitsubishi Express. The rating would then at least be admirably consistent with their bullshit policy of predating the ratings of the likes of iLoad and Transit Custom. Those 2012 ratings on 2019 vehicles sold in 2021. <laughs> That's not like totally fucking confusing, is it? Mitsubishi Express is Renault traffic, okay? Renault, Nissan, Mitsubishi Alliance, it's a real thing. Euro NCAP already tested the Express slash traffic, and you don't have to be a genius to figure this out. Hi-Viz man and his fancy rim figured it out, I'm just saying. We're actually BFFs now, secretly. Perhaps we'll get together for Christmas. Bold prediction time, okay? This is the year that manufacturers start withdrawing their support for ANCAP, and it's increasingly indefensible. Some would say, you know, bullshit policies. Policies certain to increase ambient punter confusion and which seem only reconcilable with the dogshit dumb mainstream media and its insatiable proclivity for whipping up fear-mongering clickbait crap.